What is up, everybody? Welcome to a Wednesday edition of Texans All Access from the Hyundai Texans Radio Studio. I am your host, John Harris, and joining me right off the bat is the voice of the Texans, Mark Vandermeer. Mark, how are you? Johnny, I'm doing so well. It's ridiculous. Well, that's good. That's You'd think good. it was a game week or something. I don't know. <laughs> Boy. It's really not. But the combine's next week, and I'm excited it's about that. Sort of like a game week. Well, I'm excited to be with the NFL peeps and yeah. get the interviews, and we're going to talk with everybody, all the national media guys, and, of course, Bill O'Brien and Brian Gain. We'll have them on Texans All Access. So, wait, what is this? Wednesday? Yeah, it one Wednesday. week from tonight, we will be broadcasting yes, from the right. combine in Indianapolis. Great. That is fantastic stuff. Tonight, what do we have for you? We're going to have our Wednesday night draft. If you were going to allow, it's going to be me, Mark, Drew, Deepy. So we got the full gang. Draft one player, one non-quarterback from a team the Texans do not play. Five rounds, so we're going to end up having 20 players picked. Pick a player from a team the Texans do not That's play. really tough. I'm going to screw that up, I think. No, you won't. You'll be fine. I'll try. You'll try, but it's, it's not that best. tough. I will tell you about Caleb McGarry in the next segment from our In the Lab podcast. But we kick off the show with the segment that is sweeping the nation. It is. I love this one. All it's right. called Gut Reaction. Gut Reaction. on Monday, you, you missed a good one. And essentially, it is this. I read a statement to Mark, and it gives him the opportunity. I just throw the statement out there, and he, he reacts accordingly, the way that he wants. Okay. And it could be. My uh, guts are ready. His thoughts are ready. You sure? My guts are ready. Okay. I don't know about my thoughts, but All my right. guts are for the Gut Reaction. Bucky Brooks oh, ranked his top five NFL players. His top five NFL players, players. Period. All players. Okay. All players. He ranked his top five yep. NFL players. Yep. DeAndre Hopkins was ranked number four. Your gut reaction? I think Hopkins deserves to be in the top five. I think it's phenomenal. And what do I always liken him to? A basketball player. Mm-hmm. You know, you need a bucket. And in the NFL, the equivalent of a big bucket late might just be a first down, you know? You just might need that on your way to a field goal. What about Indianapolis? We need a basket to <laughs> yeah. get close so we can get, yeah. get this field goal. Hopkins, Dallas, we need, we need DeAndre to make a play. Go make a play for us. It's like give him the ball and make a play. I love that. I, I love comparing it to basketball because it feels like that. He's clutch, Johnny. He comes up. Jet, the Jets. Yeah. He comes up with the big catch at the big time. He's done it time and time again. You know, we think about quarterbacks because they throw the ball. If you're going to go basketball analogy, shoot the ball, right? But it's the receivers who have to find a way to get open when everybody knows, everybody in the building knows the ball is going in that direction. I think he's one of the very best at what he does in the game, and I do think he's one of the top five players in the NFL. He's that good. We were putting him on the Texans' Mount Rushmore the other day. He's that good. Yeah, he's that good. Mahomes, Elliott, Donald, Hopkins, and number five was uh, Jalen Ramsey. Those are the five. And I can't remember the three, how the three went, but I know it was Mahomes. I think it went Mahomes, Donald, Elliott, Hopkins, Ramsey. I love Deshaun. I think if you had to draft right now, the entire league is free agents, right? Yeah. So somebody's got the number one pick in the draft. Are they drafting Mahomes? I would think so. Maybe. I, I, I think I would although, think so, although you you know how, how, how They might I go am. Aaron Donald or Watt or whatever. They might go defense yeah, and then say, maybe. I'm going to get a great quarterback in the second round no matter what, or maybe all of them are gone by then. Yeah. I think you got to draft a quarterback. I think you would have to draft a quarterback. Yeah. I think it's Mahomes. To me, it's Mahomes. I was Mahomes thinking fantasy Watson, football draft. But there are some that would take Baker Mayfield. Who, by the way, I what over Mahomes? No, not over Mahomes, oh. and not over Deshaun. You know that. But there are going to be some that would take Baker Mayfield, and, and I and I see. I mean, obviously, we saw in that second half of the game, 
I was watching the Panthers and the Browns today to kind of get a feel for both teams, kind of thinking draft-wise, like what our draft needs. And so I was watching that game. Baker makes one of the best throws that I can remember seeing in 2018. It's about a 55-yard throw, and he could really put it in a spot that was about the size of a, of a kid's shoebox. Like yeah. little kid's shoes, if you had that size box. He literally put it in that. I, I can't even. It was an unbelievable throw to Jarvis Landry, and Jarvis was able to hang on. He had two defensive backs hanging on him. I remember and it really that. was in the spot, only spot he could put it. I'm like, wow. I don't it, even remember him throwing it that well at Oklahoma. If you're drafting, like I just said, the whole league or just quarterbacks, and you know you have to play 10 years, so that eliminates Brady and Rodgers and those guys because Breeze, yeah. you know that they're not going to be around forever, right. Roethlisberger, Rivers. But if you're doing that, if you're drafting the younger set, I don't think Watson goes any lower than number two at quarterback. Yeah, I, I, or I Goff, agree. You know, maybe Goff ahead of him, maybe. No, I, I would He's wouldn't. top three at the outside. Yeah, absolutely. In, among the younger set. Yeah, that's one that we'll do one day. The, look at the quarterbacks that are under 25. Yeah. Or oh, yeah, we'll have to put the young quarters, put it yeah, that way. Because I, I don't know what Carson Wentz is, but throw Carson Wentz in the mix. So mm-hmm. Wentz, Mayfield, um, all the young quarterbacks that were drafted last year, you know, Baker, Darnold, all those kind of guys. Where would you? I, I think it would be Mahomes, Watson, in whatever order. I mean, that you could say maybe point. Luck, but Luck's going into year eight. You know, yeah. he's, he's not a young – he's not old, but he's not young anymore. He's one of the guys that's kind of in between the two yeah, tiers. You yeah. got you got your – your olds, uh-huh. as you mentioned, and then you've got the young guns. He's middle aged. Luck, like right, right, kind of in the middle. Which he's is- having a midlife crisis. He's going to start driving a sports car. And never mind. <laughs> the Pittsburgh Steelers said today they will not use any type of tag, franchise or transition tag, on Le'Veon Bell. Got reaction? They've had enough of it. Well, you used it once. He didn't play. So what makes you think it's going to work out well this time? Yep. And is anybody going to give you what you want for him? It's time to just sort of let it go, right? Let it go. It, it, it did not work out. He doesn't want to be there. They would rather have him play and want to be there, but he doesn't want to be there. It's not going to work out. It's just uh, it's bad chemistry. It's bad karma. And I was going to say it's bad juju, but they have juju already. They have <laughs> they good do. juju. So – no Brown, no Bell. It's perplexing to me. It's, I'm blown away. Like I've said many times, I can't believe you have two of the greatest players in the game today, and they don't want to be there. And you want them there, but you only want them there if they're actually going to participate, and they just don't want to. Strange. Mark Sessler of NFL.com penned an article called it AFC Free Agency Fun. And he looked at uh, he looked at it looks like every AFC team, and he gave them a free agent. For the Houston Texans, he gave him Matt Paradis, who broke his leg in that game, the center for the Denver Broncos. He yep. broke his leg in the game that we right. played, so I don't know what his health is, so that's a little dicey. But the one that caught my attention more was the one he has for the Indianapolis Colts. Mark, your gut reaction to Indomitian Sue going to the Indianapolis Colts. No. 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 No, no, no. Oh, my gosh. Two of the most hated, villainous defensive linemen in the history of this franchise, Albert Hainsworth and Indomitian Sue. Seriously. That's right. I forgot. Yeah, going back to the Lions, the Thanksgiving Day game. And there's only been a game or two that he's played in. I know. It hasn't been much. It hasn't been much. But, but, you know, they they were like bullies to match up. Hainsworth broke his ankle in the Tampa Bay game. In 2011, and that led to a very historic situation for this franchise. And and Dominican Sue, the very next year, kicked Schaub inadvertently mm-hmm. in the nether region, mm-hmm. 
And you could argue that he was never quite the same after that. I mean, that's not a hard argument to make when you just look at the stats and win-loss record for Schaub following that incident, Johnny. They won that game, but after that, not so hot. Yeah, it took, so hot. it took a precipitous drop at that point. Uh, I kind of like what Mark Sessler has here, so I'm going to get your gut reaction. Okay. This one, I think, we sort of heard whispers about this, and especially now that John Filippo is the offensive coordinator in Jacksonville. Gut reaction to Nick Foles going to Jacksonville. You know, as a Texan? Yeah, as a Texan. I'm okay with as it. You, yeah. I'm okay with it. I think so, too. Yeah, that's kind of the way I feel. I'm okay. I, you know, I'd rather see Bridgewater there as a Texan. I think Bridgewater is a little iffy. I think he can be good. I think Foles will be better. But I don't think it's like this devastating thing for the Houston Texans if Foles goes to Jacksonville. That's my gut reaction on it. I could be wrong. Maybe they win 12 games. Maybe they're back to AFC South champions. I don't think so. I think the Tennessee Titans, as opportunistic as they can be, are fighting it out with Jacksonville for third place right now. I think that's pretty clear. Here's another one. Your gut reaction to the Kansas City Chiefs signing free agent Kareem Jackson. Oh, that's according to his article? According to his article, yeah. Uh, that, is not, that is not news. No, no, this it's is not Mark news. Sessler. It's Your gut news. reaction to Kareem Jackson being I would chief. not like that. I, You know, Johnny, I cannot imagine Kareem anywhere else. I know what happens in this business. I mean, at one, at one point in my life, I couldn't imagine D'Amico Ryan's anywhere else. But And Kareem's been here longer than D'Amico was here. When, yeah. you know. So Kareem's been here since 2010. I love Kareem. I don't want to see him go anywhere. But if he goes anywhere, I want it in the NFC. I want him to be happy. Want him out of here. I don't want to have to see him. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't I want agree to have to see him. I, I agree with you. I, I definitely. That's it's so tricky, but it's kind of the way the league is. But to look across and go, man, I mean, that happens. He's such a Texan. I know. It, it happens throughout. I mean, it happened this year when we went to Denver and I looked across and I saw Case. I saw Case in a Denver jersey and it was like, oh, wow. So weird. It's just, it's just, it's just odd. I mean, Case didn't play a lot with the Texans that I remember, but it was just that. Weird scene. Well, you watched him. him here for like 10 years yeah. at the University of Houston. Or so, yeah, so it felt. Okay, gut reaction. Yeah. The Texans draft a pass rusher who is blind in one eye. Uh, can he get to the quarterback? <laughs> <laughs> Your gut reaction is good. There's a great article from Mike Garofalo about Charleston University. Um, that now, might- there was a guy from Charleston University, John Kaminsky, who played defensive end, and I've seen him actually mock the Texans. But he had a teammate. At what, what round, Johnny? Uh, third round. No, second round. See, that, I'm gonna, that second pick of the second round. My next Vandermock could very well be an all-Palmetto State draft. It could be. And I'm going to need your help on well, that. Well, this, this Charleston's West Virginia. Oh, that yeah, Charleston? That's right. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly. Division 12 or something. Uh, what is that? It seems like it. But they've got a pass rusher by the name of Kazine Daniels. Who is blind in his right eye? Who do they play? I, I what don't know. are they? I have the, the they're division never, two. Yeah, okay. They're division two. And sometimes you get oh major diamonds in the rough in D two. Well, he's blind in his right eye. So I'm like, all right. So I went to try and find like my John Kavinsky tape because I figured he'd be on that. Holy smokes, this guy can fly. He's like 245 pounds, and he's got the best first step I've seen of anybody I've studied. He's unbelievable. 
He's incredible. He's got he's blind in an Everybody eye. Everybody close one eye and you see how limited your vision, your peripheral <laughs> vision is with one eye. Plus you don't have depth at that point, right? I don't know how you, you lose your depth perception. I don't I don't know Somehow how Somehow do he it. does it. I you'd it's have to phenomenal. play a position like that. Like I don't think you could play defensive back blind in one eye. I don't think you could. I, I think you could rush the passer though. I think you could be an offensive lineman. But I guess he's got to be on the right side, right? So he can see the ball with his left. I, well, you just turn. I your guess. Head. I don't know. I don't know what he does, but that's may, a, maybe amazing. it all works out. You know, he might get chipped or whatever. He might not see a guy coming, but so what? If you get chipped, you get chipped. Yeah. I don't know what you can do about getting chipped when you have vision in both eyes. Wow, what a story! This is going to be fun to follow. Yeah, that would be really cool to follow. Great story. No, from I'm Mike all Groffle. in. If he can play, let's go. Yeah, he can fly. And you, thirty-one and gonna, point thirty-one and a half sacks over the three years. For Division Two, Charles stats in Division Two. I mean, what's the exchange rate? That equals two sacks in the SEC. I don't know what it equals, and maybe he's really good. Like we talked about Khalil Mack the other day. You know, who knew? Who knew how good he was going to be? You see him against one really good college football program, and he goes nuts. But could you do that every single down, every yeah, single I mean, week? Those, are the, those are the questions. That. Absolutely, and there are some that obviously you see do it against great competition, and it doesn't translate. And you see a guy like Khalil Mack who's mm-hmm. playing at Buffalo. And it translated every single week. All right, Mark, last one. Okay. 30 seconds. The top five teams in the NFL with salary cap room to spend are all AFC teams. Your gut reaction. Yeah, it's tough in the, the AFC The Bills, the right Jets, now. the Colts, the Texans, and I believe the Raiders. Those are the top five in the NFL. The top five are all AFC well, teams. Well, in prepping for this draft of players that are on teams the Texans don't mm-hmm. play that we're going to do later this hour, you know, I'm looking around. I'm thinking there are a lot of teams that don't have a lot of good players, you know. Right. And, you know, I look at the Bills, and they could be solid because two years ago they went to the playoffs, and I know it was a different kind of Bills team, and they were good on defense. But when you look at, like, standout elite guys, you know, a lot of you want, you want balance on your team. Uh, when you look at cap room – Fine, you know it's that's not like going to make me vomit or anything, Johnny. Because teams will spend the money, and then you know it makes life tougher on the Texans trying to sign players. Sure. But a lot of teams make a lot of mistakes in free agency. It happens every year. Uh, very, I don't want to say rarely, but f- as often as it works out, it works out a whole lot more often for you that they are not successful with their free agent signings. They meaning the opponents, the other teams you're dealing with. I mean, I think Jacksonville is a perfect example. In 2016, they signed four or five guys, and they were all duds. The next year, they signed Barry Church, A.J. Boye, and Calais Campbell, and they were phenomenal. Right. And I mean, it, it, last, was a, it was a grand slam. And the, and the culture fell apart like a right. crumbled and cookie. Then, exactly. So, all right, rest of your voice. Thank you, Johnny. Because you're coming back later I'll, on for I'll be our ready. Wednesday night draft. But coming up next, I will tell you about Kayla McGarry. From our in-lab podcast, definitely want to hear that. The Washington tackle. Is he potential first-rounder? We'll talk about that next in Texans All-Access. Welcome back to a Wednesday edition of Texans All-Access from the Hyundai Texans Radio Studio. I am your host, John Harris. We have our Wednesday night draft in our next segment. But it's time now for Tell Me About. Each and every week, Drew Doherty and I do a segment on in-lab called Tell Me About. And Drew throws a draft prospect at me, and I have an opportunity to talk about that prospect and how he might fit for the Houston Texans. And this week it is Washington offensive tackle Caleb McGarry. He played right tackle at Washington. And and take you back, a little history lesson, but two years ago when everybody started doing their mock drafts before the 2017 season, left tackle at Washington was a guy named Trey Adams. And everybody just oohed and ah, like, ooh, he's going to be. And I was like, no, he's not. I was like, watch him. I didn't think he was very. I didn't think he was that good. Then he got hurt, 
Mm-hmm. And he tore his ACL and he was out. And I I hated that for him. The I but then again, it's one player you don't have to worry about studying at some point. At least okay, we'll we'll cross that bridge when we come to it because he's dealing with ACL tear. But Washington football stayed pretty good. Stayed played pretty well. So I was watching Washington late this year, and then I watched him in the Rose Bowl. And this guy Caleb McGarry's a right tackle. I'm like, God, he's a big dude. So I look him up. Six eight three twenty four. Six eight. Oh my god. Six eight. Six eight three twenty four. And I thought, okay. Most of the time, when you see a program listed as such, six eight, uh, six like seven, six, six and a half, right? yeah, six six, six and a half. I mean, that's that's pretty much that's pretty much what it means. So I I thought at that point, all right, six six and a half. That's still pretty stout. Three twenty four. Okay. Then I saw he got an invite to go to the Senior Bowl, and I was like, oh, this is good because he'll get the full measurements, he'll get the full treatment. I saw that he accepted, and I was really excited because. Obviously, with the Texans need a tackle, I thought, okay, this this is going to be a guy that I think we we really have got to got to take a look at because he may not be a guy that in the first round, maybe in the second round, maybe if the board falls a certain way, maybe in the first round a corner is a better mm-hmm. option, and then maybe McGarry's there in the second round. I would really like that because I think you could end up getting a really really good player uh, in Caleb McGarry. So we go to the go to the Senior Bowl, and I've been watching him. I'm like, boy, God, I like this guy. Oh man, I kind of want to keep you know. You kind of inside. I'm like, I keep this a secret. So at the Senior Bowl, they have media days, and they do media days different than you when you and I were going. Mm-hmm. It's more like the combine media days, and so more have, rigid, less interaction. Yeah, less yeah. interaction. And you can't like we had a we had an in Senior Bowl. We could just say to Catherine Ann, "Hey, hook us up with these players," and she would just bring them right over. Yeah, fantastic. So we couldn't get that. But Caleb McGarry was just standing. He had eaten his lunch, and they had to stay there for a certain amount. So he was just standing there. And I just could see him from a distance. I was like, that's a, that's a big dude. Like, he is really well put together. And so I I, um, I go up to him, and I just say, hey, I'm John Harrison, the Texans, and as nice as you could be, very straightforward. And I said, would you come, like, come over and do some TV, you know, just to do an interview? He goes, yeah, let's do it. And he just really kind of – I like this personality. Uh, it wasn't too cool for school, but he wasn't, like, so eager and, you know, hey, good, golly gee. You know, he just seemed like a good dude. <laughs> Interviewed him, and so we got done, and I said, well, where are you working out? What are you, what are you doing right now? And he said, well, I'm working with Howard Mudd. And Howard Mudd, if you remember, was longtime offensive line coach with the Indianapolis Colts when Peyton Manning was there. So Jeff Saturday, Tree Glenn, I mean, a lot of guys – he had a hand in putting all those guys in the Pro Bowl and making a really good offensive line in front of Peyton Manning. And he said, I'm working with Howard Mudd. And he said something to me that really stood out to me. He said, he said, when I said that, I said, that's a really good idea. And he goes, and I told him the story that Bill O'Brien has said many times about guys going to the, to to work out to get better at the combine, not to get better at football. They're, yeah, they're going to be better at test taking. Right. They're not necessarily going to For learn the subjects. They're going to... Master the 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 test that they got to go through. The absolutely in a, in layman's terms, and it's exactly right. And so his words to me basically were, "I I can pass a test with flying colors, but my education needs to get better." And that was like music to my ears. And then he continued on, and when he did his his measurement, he actually measured at six seven three twenty one, which is still pretty stout. Yeah. And he said to me, "He goes, John, I'm six seven three twenty one." And when I went in for testing the other day, first day, they just needed to get baseline testing. I did a 32-inch vertical. 
And he just kind of continued on as if it was nothing. And I thought about it, like, after he said it. I kind of missed the next couple sentences because I was trying to comprehend 6'7", 321 with a 32-inch vertical leap playing right tackle. So he can dunk on, like, a 13-foot rim, basically. I, I was like, good grief. This guy's an athlete. And then I sent you a video. It showed him doing, I think, a squat of, like, 675. Mm-hmm. And I just said, it's happening. Because when I came back from the Senior Bowl, after I thought he had practiced really, really well, he had good measurables. I thought he was a good interview. I came back and I said, I wouldn't be surprised to see him get into the top 40 at some point. Now, I do think he's probably going to settle on the first iteration of the Harris 100. I've got him right at the bottom of the second round. But I feel like I'm low on him. I feel like I should be a little bit higher on him. But I kind of spread the load. I feel like he should be probably in the 50 range, which puts him in definite play for one of our two second-round picks. All right, well, then let's you and I stop talking about him. So let's not pump him up. So let's not let other people in on the secret. Yeah, so know. let's think Shh. that he slips, okay? Yeah. But I, when you told me all this mm-hmm. in my office, I was very, very fascinated. And then I've seen some things since. Yeah. You and I have uh, online uh, gone back and forth about some things. Makes me like him even more. So, he who shall not be named yes. uh, is a very intriguing prospect. Now, when my Harris 100 comes out on Friday, that'll be the release date, the 22nd. That's Friday, right? Yeah. So, you have all weekend to digest all of that. I was talking about McGarry with Drew, and as I was doing it, I had my computer in front of me, and I was like, McGarry, I got him at 64. And I've done different rankings, and I've kind of moved things along, and I was like, oh, I already think I'm low on him. I think I'm pretty low. I, I think he's going to end up in the 50s, and I think – I, there's a part of me just because of the position he plays that he could be in the top 40. That's why I said to Drew when I got back from the combine. And I just think, athletically speaking, this guy's going to test off the charts. And that is really going to get people's attention. Look, he's a senior. He played a lot of football at the University of Washington. But I just have this feeling that his athleticism is going to blow. I think it's going to kind of be a Leighton Vander Esch sort of thing. I think with Leighton Vander Esch, I know for me, when I first saw him, I was like, whoa, that guy can play. And then the more I kept watching him, the more I realized I'm not, I'm not high enough on him. I'm not as high as I should be. And I think I finally settled on Leighton in, about the tw- in the 20s, and you'd think he went at 17 or 18 to the Dallas Cowboys. I think with Caleb McGarry, it could be the same thing. I think after we go to the combine, I really wouldn't be surprised. Because you know how this thing goes at the combine. You're going to see a guy, I don't know who it's going to be. Zeus Brown last year was that guy. Zeus Brown, Orlando Brown from Oklahoma, he was in everybody's first round. He went to the combine. He had a horrible combine. Also, it was like, dropped him out of the first round. He ended up being drafted in the third round. Oh, he started 12 times for the Ravens as a rookie. So, uh, there's that. But there's also, because Zeus Brown drops out, you got to have, obviously, another player of his caliber or a player of that position move up. I don't know who that's going to be this year, uh, who's going to fall out. I think McGarry could be the guy that ends up moving up that could end up being very, very interesting. All right, it's time for our Wednesday night draft. And oh, by the way, if you want to hear the rest of that podcast, go to In the Lab podcast, wherever you get your podcast, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, however you get your podcast, that's where you're going to go. And you go get the In the Lab podcast and hear the rest of that podcast. All right, coming up next, it's our Wednesday night draft. Mark, Drew, Deepy, and me draft a player for the 2019 Texans on a team the Texans do not face in the regular season. In 2019. We'll do that next right here in Texans All Access. We've got one final segment on this Wednesday edition of Texans All Access. And you know what that means. It is our Wednesday night draft. And I have assembled my dream team, DP Sidhu, Drew Doherty. Now, hey, thanks. we are awaiting Mark Vandermeer. And he could pop in at any moment. So if he does pop in, then we will allow him 
to jump in, but he then has to step in and take whatever. He gets the last pick of the, of the round. I like him not being here because it's more for the rest of us. You that's know those smaller fantasy football leagues, you have a lot more depth. No, probably, that's true. He's probably eating dessert somewhere. <laughs> probably Brownie so. Sunday. <laughs> Who knows? I mean, that's fine. We can take pot shots at our boss. That's fine because he's not here to defend himself. But we'll see if he does show up. My guess is he he doesn't like missing these, and he joined me a little bit earlier in the show, so we'll see if he does want to come back in on the draft. Now, tonight's draft is, I think, pretty simple but also pretty fun at the same time. And what we're going to do is we're going to bolster this 2019 Texans squad, and we are going to draft one non-quarterback one non-quarterback from a team the Texans don't play this year. Okay. So that would include the AFC East minus the Patriots, AFC North minus the Ravens, the NFC East, the NFC West, and the NFC North. North. All right. We're good there. And here he is. He did make it right on time. There goes our depth. There goes our depth. Our depth is all gone, but now he has to draft last, but that's fine. It is the voice of the Texans. Mark Vandermeer joining us. Wait, why Why is the depth ruined? Well, just because. There would have been more more talent for us to oh, choose I from see. with yeah, fewer sorry, people that's okay. drafting. But that's okay. Now, we will go in order of whoever got down here. Drew, you got down here first. <laughs> okay. So, Drew, you go first. Timeliness. If, if I'm after DP, I am late. Drew oh, is I was here. going first. DP is going second because she was here right after Drew. And I must say, in this foursome here that we have, there's a definite split in terms of punctuality and timeliness. As you might guess yes. out there, gentle listener, mm. Johnny and I, we're uh, of the if you're five minutes early, you're ten minutes late camp. <laughs> Whereas Mark and DP, I do- totally, yeah. wholeheartedly disagree with this. Wholeheartedly disagree. DP varies. I know when I can push the limit. She varies between like three minutes late and five minutes. Late. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Yes, you're on, right. on road trips, when we're getting on the bus, yes. well, come to on. go to the stadium, I am well, like the first one on the bus. I'm there's like thirty minutes early. All right, so Mark's here. He knows you weren't the first time. You're drafting a non-quarterback <laughs> After that, I right. from a non-Texas opponent. So, as we said, AFC East minus Patriots, AFC North minus Ravens, the NFC East, NFC West, NFC North. To be on the team. quarterback to be on the Texans team Jeez. in 2019. Okay. So, we will go in this order. Drew, DP, Mark, I'll let you go in front of me because I'm a gracious host. Then we will snake back, and I will have two picks on the flip side. Mm, okay. All right. So that's how we're going to stake this. Drew, you go first. Now, this exercise aside, I think the Texans' offensive line is going to be better in 2019. However, I'm going to go with one of the best offensive linemen in the land. He was the all-pro left tackle this year, first team, and previous two years he'd been on the second team. I'm going to go with Green Bay's Uh, David Bakhtiari, and I'm going to upgrade the help up front. Very that good. was my first pick. I was that was hoping my first that, pick too. Oh. I was hoping that I had first pick because I think he's, I think he's the best there is in the league. So I, I think Bakhtiari is the pretty self-explanatory def- from what we saw. Like I said, I think it's you're going to see improvement up yep. front. But if you can add that guy, boy, that that improvement gets a shot in the arm. Now to that end, DP, you just can't take Bakhtiari. You could take another tackle. You just don't. You just can't take Bakhtiari. I'm going to take another tackle. Okay. Uh, I roll very deep with tackles here because that was going to be my position <laughs> That's of need. Your theme. <laughs> that was going to be my theme. Okay. So I'm going to go ro- Rob Havenstein uh, from the Rams. That's a good pick. Right tackle. It's funny because when he was coming out of the draft, I I didn't like him. I was like, oh, I cannot. I don't like this guy at all. I don't know if it was Wisconsin line or what. I didn't like him. 
and all of a sudden he's just quietly become a very, very good player. Now, quick question. Why'd you go him instead of Whitworth? Just out of curiosity. I thought about I thought about Whitworth too. I don't know. I just But you didn't do it. But I, Havenstein's obviously a lot younger. Whitworth's yeah, I feel like there was a little bit more age. ceiling a little bit more ceiling with Havenstein. And I, and I just went Big Ten. I, I don't know. I just That's I, a, I just I just wanted him. I felt like more there was more potential there. I got you. All right. Mark. Two tackles off the board. Who are you taking? Tackles are tackles are slim. All right, so I could take offense or defense, right? Yeah, obviously just not a quarterback. Aaron Donald. I was wondering if that was going to happen at some point. Of course. Look, I know that defensive defensive line is not exactly a position of need on this team, but you have Aaron Donald on the team. You're going best available is your strategy. Yeah, Yeah, best available. I'm going to go ahead and be very happy with that. Wow. Let's uh, pair him up with Are we snaking or are we going in order? Yeah, we're we're snaking. Okay. We're snaking. So I – I get two picks. So, to that end. Oh, to, I hate yeah. the snake draft. Oh, that's the way it goes. All right. Um, to that end, I'm thinking I'm thinking tackle. So, Jeez. I'm going to take a guy that we saw do a pretty good job against our pass rushers. I'm going to take Lane Johnson from Philadelphia. Okay. And mm-hmm. I'm going to take Khalil Mack from oh, the Bears. Nice. And we are going to – now, no corners have come off the board. And I thought about a corner, but I'm like, you know – if I got Watt, Clowney, and Khalil Mack, it doesn't matter who's playing corner. I'll take my corners in the draft at that point. So yeah, I'll take we, my corners in the draft. So are we kicking one of these tackles that we've taken inside then? Potentially. Well, look, is that what you want to do? Who would, who would, who would kick Well, inside? but hang on. We're not drafted for the same team. Right? I drafted we're, for the same team. It's just oh, your team. I thought team. we were all. Oh, no, wow. not, on all, not all on the same team. <laughs> You're it's like, this is your oh, team. So many tackles. Right. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Never mind. You're, okay. Who your you own think? Version. Your team. Your own version of the Your 29 version of the te- 2019 version of the Texans. All right. So I take Lane Johnson of Philly, Khalil Mack of Chicago Bears. Mark, that means it's back to you. I'm going to take. I'm going to go on offense and take Saquon Barkley. Oh. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Fancy. Look, I thought about Elliot, but I just think the upside – Elliot's ph- phenomenal, okay? Yeah. I mean, just no doubting that. But yeah. I think with Barkley, I've got some upside. He had a heck of a year considering that team didn't do anything. <laughs> so I'm going to go with it. That's – wow. I, it's funny. I didn't even think about running back at that point. My first mm. thought was tackle and quarter, yeah. and I've just been locked in on those two positions. And I didn't – man, that is a really good bet. Might well. It comes back to me in a little bit, so we'll see what happens. But a lot of picks between me and then. So, DP, you took Rob Havenstein to help your tackle position. I'm going to go to the next position of need. I'm going to say Kyle Fuller, cornerback. Oh, very nice. Great year this year. In fact, he was a guy that last year there was there were some talk, hey, will the Texans go after him? And the Chicago Bears locked mm-hmm. him up, and he had a great year bouncing back from that. So, DP goes after the two priority positions in tackle and corner with two guys that could absolutely help this team. All right, Drew, snake picks for you. Round two, then you kick off round three. Uh, well, it's tough because I wanted to take Kyle Fuller as well. And I think I'm going to I'm gonna do – I'm going to go with a guy that the Texans wanted to take in the 2011 draft. Oh, I knew it was coming. Dang it. I was just hoping. Oh, I knew it was coming too. Dang it. I'm going to go gonna with Patrick him. Peterson. I was mm-hmm. going to take him. Mm-hmm. But gonna I'm going to snake back, and I'm also going to go with another guy that they wanted even more than Patrick Peterson in that – 2011 draft, and I'm going to go with Vaughn Miller as well. You oh, we played Denver. You can't. Pay, you can't we played Denver. Damn it! Oh, you can't do it. <laughs> yeah, you, we, that's why the we rules are so week. good. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. I like can't it. take Vaughn Miller. I was so conditioned after. Yeah, they <laughs> played know. him last year up there. He said it with, with uh, so much pride too. I know, boy, man, Vaughn Miller, and Pat Peterson would have been kind of nice. So I'm going to stay with an Aggie. Okay, I'm going to go with Miles Garrett. Oh, good one. Oh my gosh. 
go some pass rush. You know, there's some that would tell you more upside there. Yeah. I mean, I know Vaughn's a great player and all, but Miles Garrett is – in fact – He's younger. Earlier today, I was just trying to get a, a feel for teams in the draft. I was watching the Carolina Panthers, and I picked the Panthers-Browns game, and I was watching that game. Heck of a game. Wow. Well, Miles Garrett, man, just got after it. Chris Clark had a rough day. Um, but that – Miles Garrett, good pick. Very good pick. Good rebound. All right, DP. You got Rob Havenstein from L.A., and you got Kyle Fuller of the Chicago Bears. Now it's time for a sexy pick. Oh. Because this is what I do in fantasy football drafts. I just, I just, I just okay. go sexy picks all the way. And I sexy really... picks come third round and later. Is that the no? Rule? They usually come first for oh, me, okay. but I really tried to, you know, hold, hold it in. But now I'm going to go do it. I'm going to go right. Juju Smith Schuster. Hmm. Ooh, wow! Because he'd be a lot of fun to interview. <laughs> he rides his bike to practice. I feel like I would have a lot of fun with a guy that rode his bike to practice. There'd be so much stuff to ask him. We do bike interviews. He's also a hell of a player. He's a pretty good player too. You know that. You well, know, that's just you're a little bit of icing on the cake. That receiver crew with the injuries and everything—that's a good. Pick. As well as well, our interview pool. Think mm-hmm. about it from this standpoint too. He's a little different than Will and DeAndre, so he plays a lot in the slot. So you can use him in the slot. Obviously, you got Kiki QT to move in the slot. I mean, your four wide receiver package is sick at that point. Juju Smith, that's a great pick, DP. Thank really, you. really good. And I like the I like the thought process of him riding his bike. He'd have to live close. I don't know if I like that though. Because he's going to have to cross Kirby. I don't know if we'd I'd have like so that. much stuff to talk to him about. That's true. We would. Mm-hmm. He'd be great. He'd better see his Valentine's. He's got a helmet. <laughs> his Valentine's. Social tweet media was on point. Unbelievable. Yes. Let's have yeah. him live at the Holiday Inn if he's going to bike to work. <laughs> That's the <laughs> only safe way to do it. All right, Mark. Yeah. You talk about sexy picks. You've had Aaron Donald, and you pick Saquon Barkley. I'm going Jalen Ramsey because we play Jalen Ramsey. Oh darn it! Of course yeah. we play Jalen Ramsey. And we played Travis Kelsey, too. <laughs> <laughs> and I was going to pick him. You were going did you did read the rules? straight. You were going straight uh, sexy picks across the board. I got nothing. Hang on. Oh, I'll take Zach Ertz. That's a good pick. Oh, I'll take Zach Ertz. Are you Zach serious? Ertz. You yeah. don't get Kelsey, it's but you're one. taking Zach Ertz? <laughs> yep. I can't He's take Gronk. committed Ron. to tight end, right? He might retire anyway. All right. So you take, you take Zach Ertz. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> not that I think – and, again, I went off on it last night again how – this tight end is a position of need for the Texans national narrative, or one of them, mm-hmm. is so incorrect, in my opinion. But when you have Zach Ertz on the table in this little fantasy draft we're having, I'll go ahead and take him. Thank you very much. All right. Uh, I'm going to go – you mentioned him earlier. I'm not, not the biggest – well, I got a choice to make, actually. And well, I, you have two picks. Well, I got two picks, but I got two guys I'm considering for this spot, and one of them's coming off – a sprained knee in the Super Bowl. And one of them, I don't know that I trust wholeheartedly just because he is that way. Right. But I'm going to trust that Todd Gurley is going to bounce back. So I'm going to take Todd Gurley in this round. Ooh. And Wait, Elliott's out there. Exactly. That's what I was saying. I was trying to decide between Gurley and Ezekiel Elliott. And Mark and I talked about this the other day. And the more I got to thinking about this, the more I'm like, oh, boy. The Texans defensive line has three unrestricted free agents, Christian Covington, Brandon Dunn, and Angelo Blackson. I start thinking, wait a second, are we gonna be are we gonna be strapped at that position? So I'm gonna take Geno Sacks. I'm gonna take Geno Atkins from Cincinnati to help on the inside. He's a good one. I'm gonna go with that. So I'm gonna He's go Gurley. I'm gonna go Gurley and I'm gonna go Geno Sacks, Geno Atkins. Mark, it's back to you. You have taken interior disruptor. You've taken arguably the best running back in the NFL, you know, Saquon Barkley, and you have taken 
maybe the best tight end in the NFC in Zach Ertz of the Philadelphia Eagles. So, you know what this exercise has taught me? Since I have to take a player that the Texans are not playing, mm-hmm. uh, so I can't take – I want a corner. I can't take Stephon Gilmore. No. I can't take Desmond King. I can't no. – and I'm looking at a PFF top corners list. Mm-hmm. Chris Harris Jr., can't take him. Kareem Jackson, number four list. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Byron Jones for the Cowboys. Could take but him. But is he any good? I mean, is he good enough to take in this fantasy draft? Jason McCourty is listed as the sixth best best corner yeah. in the league. You know, former Tennessee Titan, now playing with his brother in New England. DP took Kyle Fuller. Drew took Patrick Peterson. It's incredible. Really is. Do I want Johnny? You're talking yourself into Byron Jones. Really. Do I want Bryce Callahan or Byron Jones? Byron Jones. I'll take Byron Jones. Byron Jones. I is... thought there was another one out there that you could have taken, but I'm not going to no. tell you now. Yeah, don't tell him now. I want my take later. That's what that's what he wants to do. He wants to take Byron Jones. I think that's probably the best pick, Mark. I mean, look against the against the Texans. Byron wasn't always matched up with Hopkins, and Hop had a pretty Hop had a pretty decent day, but. Byron Jones is probably as close to lockdown as you're going to get. I mean, he's a great athlete, tremendous athlete. He's kind of become a corner after playing safety for a little bit. So I'm not going to say you lucked out on that, but you you sort of lucked out. But nice okay. pick. Talk yourself into it. Good. Byron Jones. All right, DP, it is your pick snaking back. Havenstein, Fuller, Juju Smith-Schuster. How many rounds do we have left? We got two. This is the fourth okay, round. This we got is, fifth this after is, this. This is going to alter my strategy then. I think uh, here's a guy who got hurt the week before we played him, still played when we played the, his team, and dominates every week, gives O-lines fits. Mm. I'm going to go Fletcher Cox, mm. Philly. Dang Man. It. He's good. He pl- Everybody's he's good. going the, that yeah. defensive front stuff. We've got a lot of – Everybody's uh, going there. Well, I mean, today, and, agents, you know, we talked about it. I've seen some, some people mock defensive linemen to the Texans, and the more I've thought about it with those three – now. We can do this exercise in, in a month, and the Texans have re-signed two of those three or all three of them or whomever, and you might think, oh, okay, we're, we're good right now. But I don't know. Just looking at it, I thought, man. And the way those guys played last year, especially Donnie and, and uh, Angela Blackson, I, mean, I would imagine there's got to be some interest uh, in that position. All right, Drew, you got two picks to finish up this draft rounds four and five. You have – Picked David Bakhtiari, who was the number one overall. You picked Patrick Peterson of Arizona, and you picked Miles Garrett. You have a strong draft to work in. I think I'm going to go back to the well, and I'm going to get Tyron Smith. I know he plays the same position as Bakhtiari, but I think you know one of those two guys can play outside on the other end. Yep. Okay. Good. And, and last pick. I want to get a weapon, and I'm tempted to take San Francisco tight end George oh. Kittle, but. I'm going to go You're leaving with, him on the board? I'm leaving him on the board. I'm going to go with Christian McCaffrey. Excellent pick. 800-some yards receiving, uh, right around 1,000 yards rushing, double-digit touchdowns. I'm going to do that. He's a good weapon. You can use him in a Very lot, lot of different ways. Watching that game today, that was actually was one of the things that stood out was, oh, he is he's a lot like he was in college. I mean, I, I don't know why we expected him to be different. I don't know if I expect – I thought he was going to be a good player. Yeah. I don't know if I thought he'd be this good. I mean, he's one heck of a receiver, but he runs inside pretty well. Uh, he was their goal line back. Yeah. I mean, he was very good at that. He's so, a weapon, man. You can use him in a lot of different I, ways. I like, your, I like your philosophy. All right. Uh, Bakhtiari, Peterson, Garrett, Tyron Smith. I like the double tackles. That was a good thought. And then Christian McCaffrey. All right, DP. Havenstein, tackle. Fuller, corner. Juju Smith-Schuster at wide receiver. Fletcher Cox on the interior defensive line. So This is my last pick, right? Of the positions that we have heard, and we've seen multiple players, a couple of tight ends. Uh, actually, I think Mark took the only tight end, Zach Ertz. We see a couple of interior defensive linemen. You already took one. 
running back is not something that you have not taken. What say you with this pick? I usually in fantasy football reserve the last round for or a special team yeah. or kicker. I'm not going to draft a kicker, but Thank I do you. need a running back, and I do like some flash on my team. Mm-hmm. I like a lot of good celebrations. Mm-hmm. I like a threat in the return game. I'm going to go Tariq Cohen from Chicago. Wow. Because I do need a running back, but I feel like on special teams, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to invest in my returners. Nice. And you're taller than he is. I am. And he plays a lot of video games, so I feel like the interviews would be really good. I think he'd be very, very good. He'd be a lot a of lot, fun. A lot <laughs> of different Cause levels. Because it, it all kind of boils down to that. How can he's you help a me? little itty-bitty guy, but he's holy little, smokes he's is he fast. He's super fast. Oh, my gosh, he's fast. All right. The voice of the Texans has drafted Aaron Donald, Saquon Barkley, Zach Ertz, Byron Jones. I still need help at receiver. Again, injury insurance and all of that. Okay. I'll take Adam Thielen. Thank you. Oh, man. That is... I mean, there are a lot of different options. You could have taken Julio Jones here, but I feel like I feel like Thielen complements. Wait, we play everybody. Julio Jones. Oh, we play him anyway. We play Atlanta. Yeah, so you, you can't guys are shot me down for that. All right, yeah. never mind. I'll take Thielen. <laughs> yeah, we play Minnesota in the Super Bowl. Yeah, well, that I mean, Maybe. any of these teams we could end up playing in the Super Bowl. I mean, that would be that would be kind of nice. All I'll, right, I got, I'll take anything. I got Lane Johnson, Philly, Khalil Mack, Chicago. I got Todd Gurley from the Rams and. Geno Sachs, Geno Atkins from Cincinnati. If I thought about, I thought about, I've gotten the running back. I thought about tight end a little bit, but I feel like if I can just, again, to wide receiver insurance, to your point, Mark, if I'm going to do that, I'm going to go get one of the best in the game. I'm going to get Devontae Adams for the Packers. Good. Pro Bowl player. Caught over 100 balls. He's the guy in Green Bay, but if I can add him, put some pressure, that's pretty good. I would have gone. I would have gone Jarvis Landry too. Could I have. Gonna, I could yeah. have. Could have done that. That's a nice complimentary piece. We're right? not playing the Browns for once in our lives. Yeah, we aren't. That's true. Exactly. That's what I, I think. I got stuck with that because we played them last year. But mm-hmm. Drew, Drew came. But think of all the Garrett. great highlights we'd have with the one-handed catches and all the well, practice. The uh, practices would be a lot of fun to watch. Yeah. Well, we would be must-see practice. <laughs> must-see practice. <laughs> because Juice it all Landry boils and, down to how entertaining is our. Everyday and the best life. part would have been when Juice Landry threw one left-handed. DeAndre Hopkins said he would one-hand it with his right hand. Yep. That would have been pretty that cool been because pretty fun. He definitely could throw that. Drew Bakhtiari, Peterson, Garrett, Tyron Smith, Christian McCaffrey, DP, Rob Havenstein. Kyle Fuller, Juju Smith-Schuster, Fletcher Cox, Tariq Cohen, Mark, Aaron Donald, Saquon Barkley, Zach Ertz, Byron Jones, Adam Thielen. Mark, that's a really strong draft. I won. Even though you tried to draft uh, illegally. Uh, no, but I was like eight times. You were like, you were like trying, to dry, you were like no. trying to draft guys in the 2020 uh, draft. Uh, Jalen the- Ramsey, uh, T.Y. Hilton. Darius Leonard. Give me Andrew Luck. I wanted, Ty- I wanted Tyreek Hill. There you go. Before the card got to Goodell, I pulled it. It's yeah, okay. It's very nice. I drafted Lane Johnson to tackle Cleo Mack, Todd Gurley, Geno Atkins, and Devontae Adams. Gang, excellent job. Fantastic stuff. Rock and roll. That was fun. Yes, that was a lot of fun, as was the entire show. Appreciate Mark, Drew, DP, all of you guys for listening. Thank you so much. We'll see you tomorrow. And as always, go Texans.